0: Praise the Lord, we are doing a rebroadcast, which we did initially at 1500 GMT, but we had some technical issues, so we are making a rebroadcast. For those of you who are joining us now, may the Lord bless and keep you all, in Jesus' name, Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for everything, for helping us to resolve all issues. And for your children who have tuned in, because we can notice that some have already joined. Despite the fact we had no audio a couple of hours ago. Father, continue to sustain your children. At this hour we need to be hearing from you, not from any human being. Any intermediary you use is only to tell people to get back to the world and come to you, Lord. Not anything else. This ministry you have given for us to reach the world, to let them know that you are there. And they should have direct access to you, not to any human being. Bless as many as have got this vision, which is from you, and who are beginning to teach others the right way, Lord, who are contending for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, preserve them from everyone. And as they continue to walk in your vineyard, Lord, let your power flow through them and subdue everything under their feet in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father and God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. We have over 100 teaching videos. You can always go there. They have teaching videos that can help you in your biblical studies. The instrumental is taken from our brother Caleb Brassi, And the Lord bless him and his family. Contending for the Gospel of Christ series. Series outline. apply. Why believers must contend for the gospel of Christ. That was the, in the the week before. The last week we did the cornerstone of our salvation, the all sufficiency of Christ's sacrifice. Today, we're going to speak on the church's theocracy, meaning God is in charge, not human beings, and that you and I have privileges as children of God. But we can also lose those privileges. Next week we'll be speaking by His grace, rising to the challenge. And the upper week will be, what does unity of believers mean? A lot of people teach that you need to congregate in buildings called churches. And they use Hebrews 10, 25 to deceive you. That gathering is supposed to be those who believe, who share the same vision. Who share the same mandate as God's children. It's not supposed to be unity of believers and unbelievers. Or unity of believers and unbelieving believers. Which is what you have in most of these buildings called churches. So when believers are in unity. Who really love the Lord and contend for the faith. all the earth will shake. Today's topic. The church is a theocracy. You have privileges. I have privileges. But I can lose them. And you can lose them. The outline, the church is a theocracy. You have privileges as a child of God, but you can lose those privileges. God is looking for those who believe his word, study his word, act on his word, and live according to his word. Not the, those who profess it, but don't do. The church is a theocracy. First scripture, please. Colossians chapter 1,
1: verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence? Praise the Lord. Christ is the head of his church,
0: which is the body that represents God's kingdom on earth. Christ is the head. Let's keep talking.
1: Romans chapter 12, verses 4 and 5. For us, we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Praise the Lord. As many as have believed in the Lordship of Jesus
0: Christ, in the King of kings and Lord of lords, we become members of his body. So Christ is the head, and we are members of his body. Praise the Lord. It's important to know
1: that scripture. Next scripture, please. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth, resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God.
0: Praise the Lord. It is God who has bettered you and I who are born again. Not human beings. So when we profess that Jesus is Lord and Savior and believe that He is indeed God in the flesh who died for us for our sins, God recreates us. We are born anew. We become citizens of the kingdom of God. That's why we are part of the government of the Lord Jesus Christ on earth, which is the church. As a newborn, you will inherit eternal life. That's a promise from God. So long as you do the will of the head and the king of the kingdom of God. If you and I don't do his will, we can't inherit eternal life. But if we continue to do what he asks us to do, eternal life is ours by his grace. That means you and I must obey God in all matters. We must never seek our own glory. We must always do things that bring honor to the king and to the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Hear scripture please.
1: Romans chapter 2 verse 7. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. We already summarized that.
0: Eternal life he will give to those who continue doing good, who are obedient, who are not self-seeking, but all the things they do, they want to glorify God. Those are the inheritors of eternal life. Item two, you have privileges as a child of God. If you have not been contending for the gospel of Christ, it could be because you don't really know who you are in Christ. Because if you knew who you are in Christ, you can never keep quiet, you can never be lazy you can never look on another human being to solve your problems that means spiritual problems it is not accidental but the enemy of humanity Satan himself is the one that has blinded many children of God he has prevented many from apprehending the privileges they have in Christ because he knows that if you and I know the privileges He will be run out of town wherever we are. So he has done everything by introducing doctrines of demons to blindfold children of God. To make us look on earth instead of looking heavenwards where we truly belong. Praise the Lord. But anyone who has apprehended his or her privileges in Christ is never afraid. They can withstand every attack from the devil and his gods. Both physically and spiritually. It doesn't matter.
1: Because they realize
0: that they are far ahead of all the world and all the powers of the enemy. Completely combined. you are going to see everything. As we now show you the privileges you have in Christ. The day you got born again. Those are the privileges you have. But you have to follow through in order to activate those privileges. Those privileges can be called rights. You are right as a child of God. So first privilege. God raised you that day. He made you anew. And seated you with Christ. That's the point. You are right here with the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Scripture, please. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord.
0: If the Lord Jesus Christ is the head, and we know he is the head of the church, and we are members of his body, Christ is in heaven seated with Father God at his right hand. So where will his body be? We members. We are there with him. If you know that fact, (laughs) you will never be afraid of anybody, whether demon or human. That's why he raised you from the dead. When you and I were under Satan's tutelage and bondage, he took us out. And not only that, he made us to be conquerors of the enemy. We are strong in the Lord. We are seated at Christ's right hand as his body one truth I want you to internalize today. Receive it by faith and don't allow anybody to steal what God has already done for you. Praise the Lord. Second privilege. You are a citizen of God's heavenly kingdom. A lot of people are looking for citizenship of one country or the other. And are ready to pay any price to go there. But the heavenly kingdom is free. And you're already a citizen. That's a citizenship that will last forever. Every other citizenship we have on earth will perish. And yet we struggle so much to become a citizen of one other country or the other. But that which has been freely given to us. We don't realize that as citizens of heaven, we are superior to everything else. I don't mean by being proud, no. I mean, that means you are above it all. God chose you specially. You are special. He made you holy. Don't tell anybody that you are not holy. Unless Christ is not in you. If Christ is in you, then you are holy. Don't ever allow anybody to tell you otherwise. You are holy. Because you are a priest of God. That's why you can pray. When you pray, you are right there praying in the temple of God. There's no weekly temple right there. You're not praying here, you're praying there. And God wants you to proclaim his praises to the nations. Tell them whether they like to hear it or not. Tell them I'm a child of God and I'm a citizen of heaven. I know there may be a temporary citizenship here but that will perish. Why don't you join me You tell those you are evangelizing, witnessing to. Until you and I learn to tell others, which is why we need to apprehend this truth, that we are citizens of heaven. Because when you are a citizen of a place that you are proud of, you will boldly declare it. Nobody should make you feel inferior. No, you are not. Praise the Lord. Next scripture, please. First Peter chapter 2, verse
1: 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light.
0: Praise the Lord. I've already summarized that before. He chose you specially. You are a priest of God. You are a priest. You are holy. You are special. You are called to proclaim the praises of the King of kings and Lord of lords. Praise the Lord. Let's up,
1: please. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let us, therefore, come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Praise the
0: Lord. Third privilege. How many of you, when you want to go and see your father or mother uh, walk with fear? You are called, you have a privilege to be appear before God's throne and make your petitions to him you don't need any intermediary unfortunately many of you or many of us I even asked at some point in my spiritual journey got deceived by these pastors and they want you to come to them so they can make prayers for you they want you to do this or do that and we do it because we are lazy we believe, yes, they have given us the scripture verses to read. And hey, when we announce them, we do it and say, God, even I hear these days, some have what they call uh, you should pray to locate so called destiny helpers. It's not what they teach in your churches. Pray so that somebody else will help you. How about When the Holy Spirit is your helper, when you are seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus and you are looking for an earthly helper. Please, that is a doctrine from the pits of hell. The moment you want to put your trust that another human being will help you, you have neglected who you are, and you don't know that privilege that you have, that you're a child of God, and you can appear before God's throne and make your petitions directly to your father, which your fear. But these pastors and believers I mean the false ones, and there are many of them I can tell you, have stolen what should be yours. They are telling you come to them. Don't go to anybody to pray for you. You are right there in heaven with Christ. Make your petition to your Father God and see whether He will not answer you. Praise the Lord. Fourth privilege, which is what I've just said, in you go boldly to the throne. Fourth privilege, you can make your petitions and praise directly to God. Next scripture, please. John chapter
1: fourteen, verse fourteen. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the son can bring glory to the father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it.
0: Praise the Lord. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, ask anything in the name of Jesus Christ, I will do it. There's only. There are two issues there. He says we can ask him for anything, and he'll do it. But there are two requirements needed for him to do whatever we ask in his name. What are those two requirements? Number one, obedience. Are we living a life that's obedient to his
1: commands? Scripture, please. John 14, 15. If you love me, obey my commandments. Praise
0: the Lord. If you are obedient to the Lord, you can ask what you will and He will do it provided the second condition is met. Next scripture, please. 1 John chapter
1: 5, verse 14. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears
0: us. Praise the Lord. If we ask anything according to His will, the Lord says, we hear us. If I am obedient and I'm asking what God has planned for me, His will for my life, He will hear and He will answer. In fact, when I'll be praying, He'll say, But my son, are you just wait? Didn't you know you should have asked me of this before now? Because He wants you to ask Him so that you know when He's done that He's the one who has done it, not any other human being. Many of you have lost out because you rely on human beings to pray for you. There's a time for a human being to pray for you. It's not when you are sitting in heavenly place in Christ Jesus. But when you are born anew, the first one month of your salvation. That's all. After that, you ought to be right there at the throne of heaven. Praying and praying for other people. Interceding for your land. Interceding for your community. Interceding for your family. But you see, you have to be obedient. And have to pray according to his will. When you, when you and I do that, God will answer us. No questions asked. Praise the Lord. But do you know why many of us don't receive? Sometimes even the things he would have planned for us. Because we have wrong motives. Our motives are wrong. they selfish. The ask we make is not according to God's will. And we're not obedient to God. That's why we don't receive The scripture please.
1: James chapter 4 verses 2 and 3. You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Praise the Lord. A thought just came to me now.
0: This wasn't part of what was going to go. But let me just say it. Since you are jealous of what others have. Now, let's say you're a woman looking for the fruit of the womb. Someone else has children. And you're jealous of your neighbor. Because he or she has children. And you're asking for the fruit of the womb. Tell me. How is God, why should God grant you that prayer? You don't like what is good. So why should he give it to you? You see I a mean neighbor prospering. When I mean prosper, that is, he comes out, he's contented. That's what I mean. Prosperity for me is contentment. Always remember that. Scriptural prosperity is being contented. Being contented. The poor man that goes tonight and in Africa, in Nigeria, we call him smoking Gary, smokes Gary and is happy and thanks God, is richer than the richest man who after a ten-course meal is complete, cannot sleep, is totally out of it. That's what we mean by prosperity. So you are jealous of your neighbor because he never complains. You think it's going well with him or her and you want God to bless you. Or a young lady or young man, you envy your neighbors, uh, your, your brother or your sister, whoever because he's married or uh, you're not married. I expect God to bless you. Why should he bless you with that whom he has prepared for you? Because you are not yet ready. I don't know why I had to add this now, but it just came. It wasn't in part of the broadcast this morning. Next privilege. Fifth privilege. Which is the most important apart from being a citizen of heaven that God has elevated us to the heavenlies. Luke chapter 10, verses 16 to
1: 20. Then he said to the disciples, Anyone who accepts your message is also accepting me. And anyone who rejects you is rejecting me. And anyone who rejects me is rejecting God who sent me. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Verse 19, look I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Praise the Lord.
0: The Lord is telling you and I that we have authority over Satan, principalities, powers, evil spirits, Demons, those witches and wizards—they used to bring many to call, to, to church and say, so "We give you anointing oil to go and spread. Uh, by the way, please, I beg you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have such anointing oil, you kindly throw them away. I know James said about anointing. that's anoint oil, yes, that's biblical, but not for you to carry oil and put your trust in the oil, when I spray it here, like those who sprinkle water, bless water, everything with, please I'm begging you, You you have authority over Satan, principalities, powers, evil spirits, demons, you have their power, why have you allowed Satan to deceive you to think that you don't have the power over him? There's nothing that Satan and the kingdom of darkness throws you away that will touch you. Why? Because he that is in you is greater than everything in the world, physical and spiritual. So long as you are going about the lost business. Not if you are slothful and lazy. Remember the parable of the talents where the person was given a talent and he buried it. No, this scripture is not for you. You have the power to crush the enemy, snakes and scorpions. Satan and his gods cannot, they can come in millions. They cannot touch you. That's God's word. But there's a caveat to a necessary condition. This power will be with you. So long as you're going about the mission of God, you must be preaching the gospel. You must be teaching. You must be contending for the gospel of Christ. If you are a newborn just yesterday, start reading the scriptures. Your God will put it in your heart to start ministering to your neighbors at a point. You don't have to become hundred years in the law before you start ministering to people. When you do that, nothing by because if you are not preaching, if you are not contending, if you are not teaching, if you are not doing the lost work, why would the power manifest through you? The power is already inside you. But that power will only manifest when you are doing the lost work. So stop being lazy. Don't contract anything to anybody. You give them money so that then you become rich. You give them uh, this one so that they pray for you. You give them prayer requests. Please, I'm saying. You are heavenly place in Christ Jesus. Pray for yourself. Pray for me. I pray for you. And that's not because of anything. We pray for one another. Because we are evangelizing. This ministry is an evangelistic ministry. We're all called to evangelize. Every one of us. Some may reach ten, some may reach one, some may reach hundred, some may reach thousand. It doesn't matter. We are all called to proclaim the praises of him who has called us out of darkness and taken us to be with his son at his right hand. Let us begin to act like the king's children. And I don't mean worldly king. We are talking of the Owner of the universe that were his children. Begin to feel it and begin to believe by faith. When you believe by faith, I'm telling you, God will open your eyes. And just like the the servant that the the prophet said, Lord, open his eyes, and he opened his eyes, and he saw that there were many God's angels ringing around the whole place, that the Syrian king's army wouldn't touch you. If God opens your eyes, to see in the night when they try to attack you, but his glory is all over you, the blood covers you, You have no reason to be afraid. They should be afraid of you. Not the other way around. Stop acting fearful. God will not manifest if you are in disobedience. Or when you engage in worldly affairs that God has not approved. Or if you are lazy as we have said. Please note that there is a major difference between those of us. Who say we're doing church activities and those who are doing kingdom activities? There are so many church activities that have nothing to do with the kingdom of God. <laughs> you are not doing God's work there. We are supposed to be engaged actively in kingdom activities. What are those? Proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, teaching, and contending for the faith. Scripture, please. Next scripture. No, we're still in 12 scripture. No. Then he said disciples say no one accepts your message is accepting me. That. Okay, that's right. Sorry. Please, I'm sorry. Number three, but you can lose those privileges. Sorry about that. Scripture please. Matthew chapter six, verses twenty-four to
1: thirty-four. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into bands, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or, What shall we drink? Or, What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble.
0: Praise the Lord. Read the next scripture,
1: please. James chapter 4 verse 4. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Praise the Lord. The two scriptures we have
0: read, combine them. And then I'm going to summarize. There are three ways to lose the privileges we have in Christ. Please pay attention. Number one is serving God and money. Since no one can serve two masters, Either you hate one or love the other. Or else you be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mama, you cannot serve God and money. Yet, what we have in churches today, in buildings called churches, is always about ties and offerings. It's always about building projects. It's always about we have to go on television and reach who? I don't know. Who. It is always about money, money, and money. How many times in the lost ministry did you hear about money? Think about it. How many times do you hear in the life of the apostles? Brother Paul walked with his hands to feed those full of him. But our present generation of pastors and Jews are so lazy. They want you to continue to be given to them while you continue to get poorer. And I, like I said in the morning, tell me I come from Nigeria. So let's put it bluntly this way. In the 1990s when Paul started promoting worldly prosperity, they continue to teach you when you give, you are going to be blessed. I want to know how many of you did really become rich. I will submit that 20 years later, more of those who believed are poorer than they were, 20 years ago, or 30 years ago actually. And yet, the pastors and you since that time are all, most of them are jet-owning pastors. They have become so rich that they compete with the richest people in, the, in Africa, in fact, in the world. And you continue to give. Because you are lazy, my brother, my sister. I say it with love, but I need to challenge you. Yes, you give them, you give them, but don't worry. Are you contracting what to what? Let the Lord guide your giving, and that will be to the poor. All. That will be to the things you are doing for the Lord Himself. If He sends you somewhere, you fund it yourself. Demand asking people to fund your trip. If God has sent you, He will make a way for people to, or you, to fund your trip. Serving God and Mammon, that's why the Lord warned, oh. see, he knew ahead, he saw what will happen, that in this era of him, before he comes, it will just be about money. It will be about money from the whole Babylon, came from the United States of America, by the way, if you don't know who is the whole Babylon, place is the American country, okay? Those places all of us want to go to. Serving God and money, oh, Hey, you see, the currency, of the US dollar is what in God we trust, okay? Yes, in Mammon, mind, what they trust. Forget all that. Please. <laughs> Number two, friendship with the world when you have a worldly mindset. It says an enemy of God. And yet, we are tied to our cultures. We are tied to our politics. We even have pastors in offices. I mean, you tell, please, I want to know. You tell me, please. I don't understand anymore. The Bible is very clear. You are a heavenly citizen. We are not called to action for the world. We are called for action for our king and his kingdom. There can't be any divided loyalties. You either have one loyalty. If you have two loyalties, then you, if I do neither get A or B. So choose one. That's why I said, I prefer you either hot or cold to the Lydian Church. So, which one are you? A citizen of heaven with your privileges, hang on to it, and the Lord bless and keep you. But if not, you lose your privileges and you say, I pray God doesn't hear me. Why, can't, why am I confused? Why is my life. It has to be like that because you are disobedient. You have friends with the world. You love the world, you love the things in the world. That's why you can't afford to break down the black God. Three failure to study the Bible. Many of us are so we are too lazy. We only want verses of scripture. We fail to radically give our lives to Christ. That means we say, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. We want our wills to be done still. How can you then pray effectively? But if you have surrendered your will to God, Father, and you are there, you say, Daddy, what, what do we do? He said, My son, don't worry. But then you wake up in the morning, you have a new idea, a new, a new project. Even things to succeed in the world. Because it doesn't want to leave you just, you know, begging for alms. Now! But you see, you have to obey it. That's why it says Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this righteousness. And everything else shall be what? Added unto you. It is important. Don't allow the devil to cheat you. You must submit and surrender. And God will add you and make an increase when he chooses at his own time. That's why he said, look at the lilies of the field. He said, look at their glory was bigger than that, greater than that of Solomon. He's trying to tell you that don't put the cart before the horse. Eh? Just you are there in heaven with me. Tell me what it is. Let us chat. Let's talk. But you see, you have to show him that you love him. How do you know that? You have to study to know who your father is. So study to show yourself approved the work of the nation, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you cannot spend one hour, 30 minutes each day to study the Bible, tell me how you say you love God. Please spend time in his presence. It's, I can't continue. I, I, that's how many have lost their privileges because when you spend time in his presence and he ministers his word directly to you, That means is what becomes a human. That's active and alive in your life. No man or woman will ever deceive you. I can't overemphasize this point. All we do in this ministry is to provoke you to go into your closets and have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our calling. We are trying to provoke you to push you into doing what you ought to be doing. Because so many have gone and are deceiving the flock of Christ. That's why we owe nobody any apologies all these jews and pastors they will fall all the fake who have been who have taking the glory of god who have become intermediaries for be, between human beings and god they will pay unless they repent they have no right to be telling you giving you prayer points go and pray for this locate your destiny path, path. help us please it is false and it's wicked disciples have told you if you don't pay time to go to hell How is that? Please tell me. And you still go to such churches. I don't know how else to say anything else. I plead with you, my brothers and sisters. I love you all. But I need you to have this message. So that after the Lord calls some of us to glory by His grace, if He has not come, the younger ones will take the mantle and continue. Because there is so much falsehood in the world today. That's why I shout each day. That's why I cry to all of you and I'm praying. Join me, join me, join this ministry. When I mean join this in your closest praying to God, have a relationship, and He will send you forth to reach others. Because a time is coming. When the world will know no more truth, people like me or others who are speaking the truth will never be allowed on this type of platform. I can assure you of that. And it will not depend on you and I. In our little places ministering to other people and saying that is not true. What I say is not true. This is what the Bible said. though. I beg you my brothers and sisters. Let us serve God. He has called you. You are in heaven with him. You are a heavenly citizen. It is superior to any worldly citizenship. I need to sing a song. He leadeth me. Lord Jesus Christ did it me, and he did it to you. The Lord did it me and you. comforts us whatever i do
1: wherever i am it is god that leads
0: me Whatever you are if you're a child of god it's god that leads you because you're part of the body he leads you he leaded me
1: he needed you
0: with his own hands he's leading you and i to eternal life
1: therefore his faithful follower
0: you and i must be
1: For by his hand he leadeth us.
0: Sometimes, mid sense of deepest gloom, as is happening in the world, so much gloom, especially in Africa, so much disaster, so much insecurity. But he calms the waters. Whether trouble sees, he comes it. It is God's hand that leads you and I. Let us put our trust in Him, the King of kings and Lord of lords, all which we are right here with Him in the heavenly places. Let us trample serpents and scorpions and not be afraid because He leadeth me and you. His faithful followers, you and I, must commit ourselves today, for He leads us with His hands. Lord, I will clasp thy hand in mine and I want you to do the same. No, ever moment nor repine. I will be content. Contentment is great blessing, my brothers and sisters. Whatever lot I see, since God has leads me, does it matter whether I'm passing through the valley of shadow of death or whether I'm passing through still waters? Is it nobody really God leading you and I? President. Our Father and our God, you are God. You have given us great privileges. And those come with responsibilities. Father, I have given your word to your children. And those who become your children. Lord, let your word have its way in their lives. Lord, I have prayed for them. And I have exhorted them. That the only way is to be their closest studying your word. And be obedient to your word. And praying let your will be done. Not their own will to be done. That that is the only way they can ask and receive. And that's the only way they can contend for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Which the enemy has tried to make many not to know the privileges they have as their children. For I have told them that they dear heavily realms with you Lord. Lord, I pray as many as will accept this biblical truth. May they, O Lord our God, see your presence. May they sense your presence in their lives. And when they wake up tomorrow morning, O Lord my God, may they know that indeed they have been in heavenly places with you, O Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon all of them and their homes. And upon our own homes too in the ministry. May your countenance continue to shine upon all of us, O oh God. May your will be done in all our lives. Father, even as we pray that you pull down all those citadels of Satan mm-hmm. claiming to be your church. That their children may be freed. That they may go in their closet and have a personal relationship with you mm-hmm. where there's no human intermediary. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Blessings, glory, and honor all you oh God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will see people next Sunday by His grace. Thank those of you who were able to have patience and tuning hours later. We thank God for your lives. Next Sunday we'll go back to our time. sixteen hundred GMT, that's whatever you receive. That's the time it will be, okay? May the Lord bless you all this week. May His countenance shine upon you all in Jesus' name.